If you're looking for the best horror, thriller, sci-fi and WTF audio fiction this side of the apocalypse, then you should listen to The Other Stories. With over 500 stories on the podcast feed already and news stories dropping every single Monday morning, The Other Stories is your new best friend. Check out The Other Stories today on any and all podcast platforms or head to theotherstories.net. After all, these aren't the stories your mother used to tell you. These are The Other Stories. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Welcome to the Horror Hangout, a podcast where two video film fans watch the best and worst horror movies of all time. Uh, my name is Luke Condor with a Kate, and I'm joined by my regular co-host, Mr. Mr. Ben Arrington. You got something stuck in your teeth there, Ben? You're going to get working it out? Yeah, I think maybe there's something in there, but you know, I don't think there is after all. Sometimes you just got to go in there and just check. Yeah. <laughs> Poke popcorn. around for a bit. <laughs> Ooh, exactly. What's this? A popcorn kernel trapped in your teeth is like the worst thing ever, right? Uh, it puts me off popcorn a lot of time. It's <laughs> difficult to get out. Do you want some popcorn? No! <laughs> you ever got one of those kernels trapped in your tooth? Jesus. I quite like the uh, you know the unpopped ones where you have to bite down Ooh, so no, hard I don't you like... feel like something in your face is going to break. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't like that. That's a, not a sensation I enjoy. I tend to like bite my fingernails and before I got a fingernail mm. trapped trap between my teeth. Oh, that's bad, yeah. Do you bite your like, beard? Like when your beard's a bit longer, do you bite when it? When it's longer, yeah. I'll give it a trim recently. But yeah, bite it, suck on it. <laughs> get these little bits that are there. Yeah, the, put the, them in my mouth. The tassels. Bite them. Mustachials. I'm trimming my beard with my teeth sometimes. I was like, yeah. That's, I, like, that's not good. So it? beard hairs like tend to get like, rooted into like the roof of my mouth and I just can't get them out. So <laughs> I, have to get, I have to get a cat with like tweezers, like uh, those. Like she's like goes deep diving. You have to get you have to get a cat with tweezers to just come in. <laughs> <laughs> this is a horrible way to start a podcast. Just nah, people, can, people, horrible can hairs. people can relate. Yeah, people loads of people are nodding. Even people without beards are all, nodding going. All yeah. horror fans have beards and nails. Or yeah, one, one or the other. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> are we alienating our female audience or are we insulting them? They've got nails. I'd be surprised. I don't think females might be Going out of the limit. I don't think they bite their nails as much as males do. Do they? I don't know. Let's find out. I don't know if let's I'd be able poll. to commit yeah. to. Let's do. Let's do a really <laughs> interesting poll. Yeah, but sometimes women have got like uh, fake nails. Yeah, you can't buy them. Can't buy them. What a waste no. of money. No. Okay. Uh, before we get into yeah. the film of the day, 
boop, boop, boop. Um, have you got any other guffs you want to talk about? Um, do you know what? I haven't watched all that much this week. No. Or well, it's been it's been two weeks, and I'm surprised I haven't watched all that much. I've been doing a little bit of Oscar catch up stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. Because you know, Oscar, you know, award ceremonies you get a bit of a bad rap, but I enjoyed them. You're into them, aren't you? You, I'm into them. I you predict, make predictions. You... I do predictions. I do all that stuff. I enjoy the pomp and the mm. you know. Do you dress up for the, for the night. I dress up for the night. Yeah, put, put the red on my carpet best... in the on the front garden. Yeah. Put on my bless. Put on my best fleece. Blessed and, fleece. Uh... Please, you have it blessed by a priest. The priest blessed. Yeah, that's Blessed by a priest. <laughs> but th- this year it was the first year that I was like, I'm going to watch every single one of the best picture nominations, and then I like forgot about one, which is annoying, isn't it? Well, what do you mean? Which I one for- did you forget about? Did you snub? Vi- you snubbed. Uh, I snubbed category. it. I forgot about Vice. Vice with Christian Bale. I forgot. I was like, oh no, was that yeah. nominated? Oh bollocks! And it was like the ceremony was already starting. And I thought I can't yeah. watch it now. That'd be just like mental. Yeah. One eye on each thing. You see all the hate yeah, so about I- the uh, Green Book. Like tons of hate flapping around. Yeah, there's head. a little bit of hate about it, but I enjoyed it, and I, I liked I- it. I liked it. I mean, it's getting a bit of hate because it's, they think they're overdoing that old white saviour thing. But at the same time, I think it's a film about friendship between about two white I just, very I just different men. And yeah, I know. I guess I guess there are a lot of films that get snubbed by the Oscars. And, you know, there's an Oscar uh, sort of Oscar. What word were we thinking of? Where Wild. it's like Oscar Wilde. <laughs> it's like made and it's almost made for the Oscars. Like you yeah, look at okay. that. Ah, yeah, Oscar. Oscar. Bait, Oscar bait, yeah. Yeah. There are a lot, a lot of films like that. But then I enjoyed everything this year. I enjoyed Bohemian Rhapsody. That got, I got slated quite a lot. Yeah. I just think we have got to enjoy films for what they are now. Um, and I know a lot of cat- categories got like, uh, possibly Je- bombed Jettison. out. There was gonna be, a, yeah. there was gonna Jetson. There was gonna be a popular, uh, best popular film category, which is a bit, would have been a bit strange. Um, but yeah, mm. I quite like, I quite like it. But I know it's a bit shit. But I enjoy a lot of award stuff like obviously we saw the um the fangoria chainsaw awards as yeah. well um which i wanted to have a little a little talk about so i don't did you do a little vote yeah i did my votes i can't i'm pretty sure i can't remember what i didn't write down what i voted for but i'm pretty sure most of the stuff i voted for when i read what won i was like oh yeah i think i'm pretty sure i went for that so i think oh, i was so, on so, so what you're saying is they just bypassed all the votes they just got, got luke con <laughs> This guy's got a podcast. He's right. talking about. <laughs> this guy's definitely got a podcast. So let's uh, sort out. Yeah. So I did some. Uh, I did some of them. So what? What kind of things do we get? Like Hereditary and Tony Collette and Mandy and Nicolas Cage. Um, we're like uh, best creature effects went for the Ritual. Best makeup effects went to Suspiria. Uh, best screenplay was for Hereditary. Uh, best director was Ari Aster for Hereditary. Best score, Johan Johansson, uh, the late Johan Johansson from Mandy. I think there'd be a Tony sequel Collette. to Hereditary called His and Her Hereditary. His and Her Hereditary. His Hereditary. Possibly. Definitely. Definitely. But yeah, so like obviously it was quite interesting because horror is obviously something that gets notoriously snubbed by major it's awards. It's in the groin often. It gets, it gets stabbed in the gooch by... Uh... Bloody hell. <laughs> it's, yeah, <laughs> bloody hell. And it's horrible. Just imagine that for a second. <laughs> If yeah. you think like in terms of outstanding performances for actress in a leading role, like Tony Collette is one that obviously stands mm. out. And it is strange that not even one major 
Yeah. Well, I'm sure someone, someone somewhere did. But yeah, so it's good for Fangoria to do this and give a lot of love to stuff. And people are, you know, it happened the same night as the Oscar night, which is lovely, oh. isn't it? It's a lovely little yeah, thing like to go on. Normally when I hear the word outstanding, I think of outstanding bills. I think, oh God. <laughs> outstanding oh. bills. Have you, have you heard about that farmer? No. He's outstanding in his field. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> I've definitely told that wrong, but at the same time. That's good. Have you heard about the magic tractor? Go on. Turned into a field. <laughs> <laughs> That's good as well. <laughs> like this I'm magic out, farmer I'm, story. Yeah. I ain't got anything else going. No, don't worry about uh, it. <laughs> yeah, so that was nice. And apart from that, sorry, I've I've completely gone off on a tangent. But in terms of other guffs, yeah. um, I've just been watching the Umbrella Academy. I say oh, I've been watching yeah. it. Yeah, I've only seen two episodes. But um, so yeah, the Netflix series based on the Gerard Way comic uh, with loads of loads of big names in it. So like Ellen Page, um, Robert Sheehan, uh, some other people. Oh, I'm missing people out. Loads of people. Um, lovely soundtrack, loads of good, loads of good, mu- loads of good music. Um, it, it feels like Watchmen. It feels like yeah. Watchmen set in like a X Men style, you know, mm. school type thing. And I, I read, I read a few of the comics like a long time ago when I was like banging some My Chemical yeah. Romance, and I was like, oh yeah, he's read, he's written a comic, and I read a few things, but I didn't remember much about it. But it's yeah, good, it's good. It? It's meant to be really good. It's great. It's really, mm. it's stylish. It's the stories good loads mm. of good performances um and it must have quite a big budget because it looks tasty there's like a cgi yeah. cgi chimpanzee man oh yeah it, was uh, that a cgi chimpanzee comma man or is it comma man or is it chimpanzee yeah. man either or and it was definitely andy circus <laughs> <laughs> without a doubt i looked at him i went andy circus again <laughs> you're in everything yeah yeah, I, bet, I bet if there's someone out there doing that chimp, chimpanzee, who was doing it before, he's just found out and gone, right, get him on the phone. Get him on the phone. He's not good enough. I'm going to question him over the phone. He has oh, yeah. cornered the marketplace for, for CGI chimpanzees. He played yeah. Caesar. And he did it so well. People were like... If anyone else, if anyone else does it, it's like yeah. them. They're on his territory. Yeah. Can you, you imagine know, that? The story when, about people walking through Hollywood and someone sees him and goes, you, you're exactly what I'm looking for. Like yeah. they saw Andy Serkis and went, You <laughs> you're exactly what I'm looking for. And it turned out to be a CGI monkey. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's peeling a banana at the time. <laughs> he went <laughs> And they went, You're exactly what I'm looking for. Doing yeah. a reboot of Planet yeah. of the Apes. Now get out of the without tree. Mark now get out of that tree. Yeah. And we're gonna do it without Mark Wahlberg. Sorry, mate. Yeah. Uh so, um Berican, I've not seen it yet. Uh, I will watch it at some point. A TV is a weird one. I don't tend to go in unless something is really hitting that note for me because uh, I just feel here. like it's a big investment. Same here. It's only 10 yeah. episodes, though, and I feel like, I don't know, it felt like something I was hyped enough for to jump okay. into. There's loads, yeah. of stuff that, there's loads of stuff that has got a lot of hype that I've not bothered with, like Russian Doll, like you told me about. and uh, That's good. Yeah. And uh, other things. Um, Crime Watch. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, so it did to me. So I don't. I didn't watch much at all. Uh, I've been a bit ill the past few days, but I've been reading uh, a bit of bizarro fiction. Have you heard of bizarro fiction? Mm. Um, so it's a whole genre of sort of slightly off kilter, out there, semi horror related 
books and novels and stuff from it, mainly out of Portland, Oregon. Um, and the, the one book I read, uh, there's a book called The Baby Jesus Butt Plug. Um, and it was about... Uh... Why, why did you go for that one, Luke? <laughs> well, so there's a starter kit, like these starter okay. books, and, and this was one of them. Uh, and how, about... how, how, did you, how did you get a hold of these? Uh, just bought them uh, on the old Kindle. Oh. Um, so Baby Jesus Butt Plug is about a husband and wife. They go out and they buy a pet baby Jesus uh, and they don't tell anyone but they plan on using him as a butt plug <laughs> and it uh, just goes increasingly strange and how, bizarre from there and it ends... how, how and where do you buy a baby Jesus and what is this it? is in a weird alternate reality where there's you could buy a pet baby anything so there's like a pet baby uh, like it's like film stars and people have them running around um, and then there's uh, <laughs> pet baby Jesuses and, and they're, they're going to use them as a, as a butt plug. plug. Is that right? And is this allowed? If things go a bit, a bit, things go a bit strange when the the pet baby Bing. Jesus starts to um, like they find him uh, crucified, and like it's, it's his first crucifixion, and he starts raising things from the dead, and so oh, yeah. it turns into a big sort of maelstrom Who, of who's getting the the, <laughs> the baby Jesus has a butt plug in their bum. Who, who's getting the butt plug of the? Oh, okay. In this, I think it's the. I think they take it in turns. From what, if I remember correctly, is the baby, the baby I, can't be complicit in this. I don't. I don't. I don't really. They don't really touch on that really. Um, but the baby Jesus isn't. Um, isn't good. It's an evil baby Jesus. So you don't want it to be bum. Uh, no, they get very scared of it. Okay. Yeah. Maybe it's See, that could have been that, used as a that could have been a, that that could have been an interesting enough story without the butt plug element. Or do you think the butt plug element makes I it? I think maybe just had that title and was like, <laughs> okay, I'll write it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is great. Yeah, that's yeah. what you need, really. There's another story in this little starter pack um, called Extinction Journals, and it's written by Jeremy Robert Johnson. Who remember I lent you that book in the river? Yeah. So it's you did lend it guy. to me. Did I give it back to you? I've not seen you since, so I think. Um, but so that's uh, like a post-apocalyptic thing about a guy who survived the apocalypse, the nuclear apocalypse, by making a suit out of cockroaches. And he's got this sort of like full suit made of cockroaches. Oh, yeah. it's, it's absolutely insane. They're um, alive. Uh, they're alive, yeah. So they're constantly moving around and he's sort of, uh, he needs to feed them and stuff. And they start to have babies. It, it gets pretty insane. It's, and it starts with, the the suit of cockroaches <coughs> eating the president who was wearing a suit made of Twinkies and that's how he survived. Oh, uh, I see what you mean. Yeah, but I mean it. It sounds like utterly, utterly insane, and it is. But it has a lot of uh, has a lot of heart to it, and like it does draw you in towards the end. And it's it's like it's, <laughs> it's, 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 it sounds it, utterly, utterly insane. Well, okay, there's also like a uh, a cyclops god creature made of uh, colors. Flying around the apocalypse, like it's it's like a seventies cult. So what they say about the bizarro genre? They say it's like the cult section of a video store back in like the eighties or something. The mid- so yeah. it's where you find Eraserhead and um, Lloyd Kaufman movies. It's that, those sort of off kilter bizarre films, but in like a book form. It's good. It's a lot of fun. It's uh, not what you would expect from normal fiction. Going to be a, a film adaptation of the Baby Jesus butt plug anytime soon. One can only hope. One can yeah. only hope. Yeah. Fing- fingers crossed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but other than that, no, I've not really watched anything, to be honest. Um, 
but except, except the inside film. of except the inside of your eyelids. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so watched this film. Where did where did the suggestion for this film come from? So this film was suggested on Twitter by. It was it suggested by it was suggested by somebody. I think it might have been John Connolly. Okay. Yeah. 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 I think it was, and I think he suggested it. I did a little bit of it, uh, research on it because I'd I'd seen it sort of banded about. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Banded about. No, I saw it, I saw uh, it banded about. Yeah. Yeah. I saw it banded about, <laughs> so I thought, yeah, I'll have a little look at this, and I, I kind of did, did a little bit of research, um, and I thought sounds fairly interesting. So yeah, gave it gave it a little go, and it definitely wasn't what I was expecting, yeah. but. That's good sometimes, isn't it? Okay, so just before we go on, this we're going to be talking about spoilers. I would say this film only really works if you... Well, maybe it's not the case, but there's a big twist, like there's a couple of changes throughout the film that would be more effective if you just don't know those going in. I think so, anyway. Um, So there are going to be spoilers in this. Probably watch the film first, or you know if you're not interested in, in that kind of thing, or you don't get affected by it. Keep on listening. Yeah, yeah. Keep on listening. Don't get rid of everyone just just yeah. yet. But you know, yeah. Don't don't run away just yet. But yeah, we're going to be talking about spoilers, and uh, we couldn't really find like a really in depth plot summary, could we? So I guess we're just going to be pretty much using our imaginations. Imagine there's a imagine... plug in there somewhere. I think <laughs> there's a bloody butt plug in there somewhere. Yeah. Bloody baby Jesus is I don't know. Yeah, this is uh, called one cut of the dead or. Camera o Tomaruna. That's the original title. Which uh, means, don't stop the camera. Is that what it means? Okay. Yeah. That's trivia. Um, <laughs> Ruined the first trivia question. Have you got any there, info on the film for us? Yep, yep, yep. So it's a 2017 Japanese zombie comedy film directed by Shinjiro Ueda. Um, it Ueda. Was made... <laughs> Ueda. It was made with a low budget of 3 million yen. That's like 4 quid, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> uh, with a cast of unknown actors. Uh, so basically, the premise... You had no idea who the actors were. Who were you? Uh, you could be in the film. Sure. You're unknown, aren't you? <laughs> so basically, things go badly for a hack director, bit harsh, and a film crew shooting a low-budget zombie movie in an abandoned World War II Japanese facility when they are attacked by real zombies. Yeah. Yep, yep. That's yep. all correct. So That so is correct. 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. 100% that's pretty good. Uh, 7.9 out of 10 on IMDb. And it's like, it's the kind of film where people, I've seen people on Twitter say they called it a film festival and it was the best film of the festival. It's the best thing since Shaun of the Dead in terms of horror comedies. I would argue that it's not really, I don't know, the the first 30 minutes is a horror movie, but then it's not really at any point after that. But it's... No, it's it's almost like a feel-good... Yeah, family drama. Filmmaking, family drama. Yeah. We've we've some questions. I don't know what your soundtrack was like because I know sometimes we do this when we've watched like uh, Asian films and stuff. Soundtrack could be a bit different. My soundtrack, the soundtrack on mine was really like upbeat, chirpy, almost like in betweeners music. Mate, that, I've written that down. <laughs> I've written it's got the in betweeners music in it. It has got the in betweeners music in it. It's that like. Yeah, I'm glad you got that as well. I got wrote that exact same thing down. This is like the in betweeners. Yeah, so it's weird. So. You go into it and you've got all these high expectations and like the the budget is is low, you can tell. And it's like it's almost there's a lot of slow moving parts to it that it just seem to seem to drag. And I was like, Oh, I don't know if I'm really enjoying this. This is uh this is hard work actually. 
yeah. but then the film twists in a way where all the things that were kind of hard work or a little bit strange just become punchlines yeah. for jokes. Yeah, they just in, make oh. sense. Things that you were like, I don't like that, or yeah. oh, that's a bit iffy, or that's a bit dodgy, that's a bit yeah. naff. Kind yeah. of just becomes so basically. So basically, so I guess we're gonna spoil it. But go. this film, is, this film is essentially in three parts. So the first part is like a one-cut zombie movie. From the, you, the point of view of the audience, would be would be watching any old zombie movie. Yeah. Um, but obviously, it is about a film being made. Yeah. That is that is the premise. But then the second act is about sort of like behind the scenes. Yeah. The casting, making of the... the casting. Yeah. Of that of, of this pseudo zombie of this zombie movie. Yeah. And then the third act is basically a making of featurette where we see the first act but yeah. from a different perspective. Yeah. And see it all coming together and everything that's behind the scenes and the difficulty of something that is going out live and with in one cut for and like with new... every actor having some sort of issue. <laughs> Yeah, and, some... so, and you have to improvise around those issues. Yeah, yeah. I've got I've got a point to make that I okay. put down here, which I need to make. I don't know. You might not have had this. It might just be mine. I had slightly racist subtitles. <laughs> now let me explain. <laughs> it only happened with one character, right? So there's like a female who's like involved in the in the network somehow, and she's got quite a. I don't really mean to her, but she's got quite. She's a character actress. She's Plus. got a very interesting head, like a very <laughs> oblong head. Yeah. And and my subtitles when she spoke, put like R's where the L's were. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even. Jo- I am not even joking. I had racist subtitles. When uh, someone's subtitled that, and they've gone, I'm going to put R's where the L's are in some sort of racist Asian caricature. That's interesting. That I think it was just just that character, just that character. And she was thought, like a really over the top stereotype. She was over the so. top, but what's happened there is somebody. Do you know what, like one of those confused. cats that do that? You know, like the porcelain cats. Yeah, that might be racist as well. Yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I was thinking, has someone like, has someone like English or, or English speaking done these, and they've gone to do that for a laugh, or has someone ate? Yeah. That's weird. I was mm. confused. Anyway, so but I'm assuming you didn't you didn't have racist subtitles. No, I don't see uh racist I see I see what you're saying. I think my I mind corrects them. Your mind corrects them. You saw those racist subtitles and you went, That can't be right. <laughs> Not in two thousand and nineteen. Yeah. Ignored. <laughs> yeah. Uh so um I think there's a few um actors, they're all unknown. Uh but we have the names here, so now they are known. Um but the the one I really want to talk about is Takayuki Hamatsu, who plays the director Higurashi, um, he's amazing. Like I thought, he yeah. was like this is like a star making film. Like, every, like, he was so funny and so in the. Uh, he, he just seemed to be far more into the film as a character than anyone else <laughs> acting around yeah. him. He, and he I think, was and so I think fun. He, he played every. He, he, you know what I mean? He had to play a lot of different roles where. He was obviously playing the director character who was like very passionate, almost like uh, making the film happen with real zombies. Yeah. So in the context of this film, obviously. And then obviously when we see him make behind the scenes, he yeah. pretty much goes into the film last minute. Yeah. When do some people die? 
What do you mean? Have a car what? accident or something? Is that why he ends up being in the film? Uh, they say something about two people being in a car together. And I was a bit like, did they die? Oh, so that's the... Um, uh, so the original actors playing the two lead characters, the director and the and the white and the makeup artist. Yeah. Um, yeah, they were. I don't really. I didn't get that impression. I got the impression that they they'd been sleeping together or something. Yeah. Um, and they both had, they had the a baby. They had, they had a baby in the. I mean, it don't happen that quickly. What do you mean? <laughs> oh, I thought they've been sleeping together. Like <laughs> that week they've been sleeping together. Next <laughs> oh, week right, no. she got a, had a baby. But I mean, I heard the baby wasn't in the car. Like they didn't uh, really touch on that. Um, but yeah, he's good. There's a lot of good actors. I really like the guy who played. Hos- Hosada as well? Hosada? Hosada. He's like the drunk guy. Oh, yeah, he was great. Yeah, yeah. So there yeah. was like a guy, a guy playing a zombie who was like an actor who was a bit downbeat and the, the former alcoholic. Um, and he's sort of like, I've given up the booze, you know, so I can see my daughter. But then when they start filming the, the zombie film, he's off his nuts. He's, <laughs> he's been on the special brew. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. But yeah, so, so the film starts with basically a 37 minute one cut zombie film with the actual director of the film playing the director and then lots of other actors playing these characters so in this initial stage if you don't know anything about the film you see it from this point of view is i guess you think this is the film yeah the i, film I remember is... so, so i, I kind of knew that there was, i knew the twist going into this but i remember seeing someone talk about maybe on a letterbox review or something that they really struggled with the first 20 minutes because they thought that was the actual that was the the be all end all of the film. Yeah, I think I was there with it as well. That I kind of thought that was that yeah. was the film. Um, yeah, but it was it was a bit of a struggle, obviously, because I guess that was part of its charm yeah. was the fact that it was mega low budget, and you know it did look a bit ropey and looked a bit naff and fake hands and fake things. And when you actually think that is the film, I guess you do think, oh, this is kind of a bit yeah. crap. But. Yeah. But you'll go with it because it is one cut. You know what I mean? Or I, I don't know. I could kind of see where the cuts would be, though. I could, uh, if they were there, I could see them. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> if they were there, because there were a couple of times like when a camera got left on the floor. Yeah, uh, like, it's only go through in, from outside to inside, and the exposure goes really dark. So they could probably cut cut that yeah. there. I don't know. But um, so it starts off with a guy. They're trying to make a zombie movie in this abandoned water treatment plant. Um, and the director is really angry because he's not getting a, a, a believable performance from his actors. So he yeah, goes I think, off. I think they're on like cut tw- cut forty two or something, yeah, aren't they? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so and then whilst the director goes off for a, a break or something, um, the makeup artist tells the the lead actors this is actually like a place where they used to do experiments, and there's there's tales of zombies and stuff. Um, and then they get actual zombies start to appear and start to uh, attack. Yes. So like a guy goes out for a cigarette, um, like, uh, what is he, just like a cameraman or something? <clears throat> and then we see hmm. the first zombie who is, well, again, he just kind of just turns up. <laughs> just see the thing is, because I've seen it from a different perspective, it's now hard to discuss it from the first perspective. Um, zombie kind of <laughs> like just leans on his shoulder and then like spits in his face. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he bites his arm off, and that yeah. arm gets thrown in. Yeah. I don't know who by. <laughs> it was supposed to be at this point. Yeah. There's a zombie throw it in. gets thrown into where all the other main characters are. Yeah. And he obviously bit it then... so hard it pops off the shoulder. And... Exactly. Yeah. And then chaos, you know, chaos ensues. Um, 
people getting chased around by like various zombies and then the makeup artist goes a bit rogue yeah <clears throat> she's um, she's like, attacking uh someone who she thinks has been bitten yeah classic there's always that always happens in a zombie yeah. film have yeah. you been bitten show me your arms i haven't yeah is i think it... she i think the main actress has had a little nibble on the ankle yeah. Or something, or she's got something on her. On her... Well, so she realizes in the film that it's actually makeup, the bite mark from the film within the film. Yeah. So she takes it off and she goes like, "Oh, could he just shown that woman that anyway?" But by that point, everyone's dead anyway. By that um, point, everyone's dead. Yeah, exactly. It always happens, doesn't it? There's the bit with the the sound guy um, just wants to leave as the director's sort of trying to keep him in, and it's just it seems really bizarre, like his performance at the yeah. time because so. He's, yeah, so he's a little bit all over the place. And obviously the, the the point of view of the director is that while the cast are being attacked by real zombies, mm. he's basically filming it all unfold. Yeah. He's he's just saying action and throwing a zombie in at them, for example, <laughs> yeah. and just sort of filming everything. So, you know, he's working, it's, he's working with what he's got. And it's, you know, it's difficult to explain how it is. It's funny and it is good, all right to watch, but it's not a... Uh, you know, it hasn't got the polish of a, a proper full feature film sort of thing. No. Um, and they're sort of, they're running around a lot. There's a lot of like empty space of just like nothing really happening. Um, a lot of writhing and wrestling. Um, a lot of close-ups on people screaming for about a minute and a half. Yeah. There's one bit when it's on the lead actress. I think it must be like four minutes or something. And it just is like constantly on. It's just like she's getting exhausted, and then it cuts back, and then someone's been stabbed in the head or something. Um, yeah. So obviously, the same guy comes back as a zombie, um, and runs and sort of runs in after all the main actors. And they they end up. Um, he ends up getting axed in the head yeah. by the ma- by the makeup artist, and then we see like a classic headless body on the floor, which is just like a mannequin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean, like production value at this stage. Again, if you're watching this film and taking it for what it is at this point in the running time, you are kind of thinking, oh, it is a bit ropey, but yeah. yeah. But then things obviously start to make sense as... Yeah. So it it wraps up with a nice crane shot at the end, pulling back at the top, and it shows the lead actress. She's just been chopping everyone up with an axe. She chopped the director up. She chops the director up, yeah. Um, And then she's standing above like a... A pentagram made of blood um, and the crane shot goes up and the credits roll and it's very it's quite well done really for, for our last take it's quite well done bit yeah. wobbly don't it bit wobbly but it's, yeah. were you thinking out of the time no I think I was a little bit out of it by that point I was like bloody hell this is a, a peculiar film yeah <laughs> this is a peculiar film. you're out of it yeah. you're off your nut mate weren't you yeah. you're off your nut on street drugs <laughs> but um, so then it cuts to black and then we I think we have... And then we get the in-betweeners. We say, yeah, there's like yeah, there's like a rock music, like it's almost like a garage band rock music loop. Number this two. This happens a lot. This happens a lot in Japanese media. Like you get it yeah. a lot with Japanese games as well. So mm. no matter what the the vibe of the game or the thing, the, the end credits or the end sequence or something like that will always be like a random song. Yes. Yeah. Doesn't quite feel like it fits, but obviously I guess it's iconic for that reason. Yeah. Um, I think we, I think the we we cut back to thirty a month earlier or something, and it's it's the director, the same guy from before. He is directing um, uh, karaoke videos or, or something really bad, 
Uh, yeah. so, like cheap and and uh, not, I think when they ask him, the commissioners ask him to make the film, he says, uh, "I'm cheap, fast, but average." Or something. Oh. He makes like a little joke about it. I mean, that's pretty. He's selling himself there. Yeah. I mean, I, I might sell myself like that. Cheap, fast, and average. Come yeah. on. <laughs> um, and then we, uh, they're like, look, we want to make uh, a zombie movie all in one take for our new zombie channel. Um... Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. For like no money or something, uh, all in one go. Can you do it for four pounds fifty? Yeah, and his reaction is, um, it's pretty yeah. good. It's pretty good. <laughs> um, yeah, and then. I guess we just get the casting part of it for a while. Um, yeah, so we're introduced to the director's family, um, to to he lives with his wife and his sort of like teenage daughter. Did you think their she, house was very English looking, <laughs> like very sort of uh, standard? It, it was very small. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> no, like yeah, uh, yeah, I guess so. I don't know. I just kind of expected it to be more uh, Japanesey. <laughs> <laughs> what do you I what mean, do you like, think Japan maybe with like wool art or something or like yeah. but, but all the all the media in fact I did notice everyone's wearing very strange uh, English t-shirts with like weird English slogans on yeah one, one of them said something like I am not here I am thrilled or, or something like bizarre they were like when people were making the film like everything was in English which is strange really isn't it like the title of the film's in English and yeah Oh yeah, because they've got the T-shirt, the One Cut for the Dead. One yeah, One Cut of the Dead, and like yeah. crew and all this stuff. Yeah, it was a bit weird. Um, so yeah, we're introduced to the family and obviously the daughter, and she's she's like worshiping this sort of young actor who ends up being in the film. Yeah, uh, as as basically the lead, the lead love interest in yeah. in the film. Um, so she's obviously swooning over him, and then yeah. we kind of just see the film coming together, and obviously we see the sound guy who was in obviously the original and he has got diarrhea problems and he drinks, needs if you drink soft, hard water instead of soft water he gets diarrhea so he constantly wants yeah. to know about the where the toilets are which is a joke at that point 
it's like okay, yeah. we get it. Right, it's not, it's, yeah, we get it. Yeah, but I told enough. you, I emailed you before and, t- and yeah. asked and told you, please remember that I need a shit every five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's obviously a hilarious moment where he drinks the he drinks the wrong water <laughs> when they're doing like some sort of reading or something. Then he drinks the wrong water. Then he goes, yeah. <laughs> he spits it back <laughs> into his face or something. Um, yeah, and this like, is when we get. Uh, there's a nerdy guy. I don't know what his job is in the film. Oh, he's. I think it's just. No, he's not. He's the guy with the glasses, slightly buzz-eyed. Um... Uh, I think he's just an actor in the film, isn't he? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you get you. There's like a producer, and then there's like the heads of the studio. I guess it was the woman with the quite large head who yeah. I, I had I had racist subtitles for. Right. Um. So yeah, and then there's we obviously introduced to the. Um, the alcoholic dude or former alcoholic dude who tells quite a horrible story, but it gets played off as a bit of a joke where he's like, I don't have access to my daughter anymore. And one, <laughs> one time I did, and then I stood her up and they're like, Oh, what are you like? What are you like? He's like, my life's mental, but I like it that way. And then he starts <laughs> crying. He starts <laughs> crying yeah. And then, and then we, we, we find out the director is feeling a little bit of a parallel with his own daughter. She's also making films. And they used to make films as kids. Uh, well, <laughs> when she was a kid, he was a man. And um, I used to be a man. He's looking at his photos, crying at one point, and his photos of his daughter on his shoulders, holding a camera. Um, and he's like, I think he wants to rebuild some of that relationship with his daughter. Yeah. His wife um, wants to be an actor, well, used to be an actress, but she gets so invested in a role, she, uh, she loses herself in the roles and she broke uh guy's arm once so she had to Christian Bale give up, yeah she had to give up acting for a while after that you've um, got this little role right you've got what's got a speaking part she's like yeah but I'm gonna put on three stone for it no you don't have to do that <laughs> six stone eight nine stone yeah no it's okay to... he's already got the cake yeah <laughs> <laughs> already got the cake we're filming next week I could put nine stone on it no we though you worry about it no like, one on a drinking lard <laughs> drinking lard yeah microwaving Ben and Jerry's and just necking it mm. <laughs> so the wife also has um she likes to watch these self-defense videos she has lots of hobbies um there's a bit earlier in the in, in the film within the film where she's doing the same demonstrations to the people it's like it's a weird thing to put into the actual film um yeah but obviously we find out why yeah yeah at a point so yeah there's just obviously self-defense thing where yeah so if a man gets his arms around you right from behind I, I I kept thinking, would that work? No. Did you get thinking that yeah, you're gonna stick <laughs> you're gonna stick your arms up and you say, "Pom," but but that pom bit is that supposed to like disorientate the person? Pom, and you go, "Whoa!" I don't know. Um, but so then there's also people cast as a director and the makeup artists that we know aren't going to end up in the film, but they're in a car crash at some point and uh, they die. They're in they're <laughs> in a car crash, or one of them has a baby, or maybe they're noshing each other off, or something yeah. happens, or maybe something they happens. die. I was a bit unsure on all of this. Hmm. But then we come towards the the, uh, the final third of the film, I guess, is when they're actually making the film. Everything's good to go. <clears throat> Everyone like everyone's in their places and positions. Um, and then the director has to step in to to play as the director. Yeah. So he's like, I know this role. I know the. I know everything, and you know, I'm confident enough in yeah. doing it. I, I did some acting back in the day. Yeah. Uh, but then they're like, we haven't got makeup artists either. So he's like. My my wife, she knows the part. She's read take it. They, they say she, <laughs> yeah. take my wife. They said she's read it a hundred times. I think that's that's a lie. Yeah, is a lie. Probably hundred times. Even, even like ten times. Even ten times. Like, yeah. come on no. now. 
Three times yeah, so, at the most. <laughs> three times, but then she yeah. steps in to play the makeup artist. Yeah. Seamlessly. Yeah. So then they're about to film. It's about to go live on this new horror channel. Um, they're all good to go. Instantly, the director, uh, he almost like uses this uh, idea of him being a director in, in the film as a chance to vent <laughs> all yeah. of his frustrations with yeah. the actors. He starts like slapping the sort of annoying actor who won't listen to him in the face. Yeah. He starts like pushing the, the, the woman who won't act properly. Because I kept thinking, like this guy, he's a really nice man. Yeah. Like yeah. he speaks to everybody. He's so polite. He speaks to everyone like he's understanding of diff- everybody's story. But then there yeah. is a level of frustration that yeah. he has. And obviously, when as soon as as soon as it starts filming, yeah, he just lets that all come out. He goes off script. Yeah, he finds a way to sort of because everyone uses his politeness as a way to push him into into doing stuff he doesn't want to do, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but now he's like he's set free through the mask of a, a character. Uh, but but then things start just going off the rails pretty quickly. The guy who Hosada. He started to his hands started to shake, so he got absolutely wasted. There's a bit I laughed like out like crazy out loud at the bit where yeah. this like he's on the floor drunk and then he picks him up and the director shoves his face into the window. Earlier in the yeah. film, I was like, God, his face is crazy as that zombie. Now he realizes he's completely zonked out, <laughs> drunk. He's drunk, and obviously he attack he attacks the guy outside as well, and the director's just basically holding him up <laughs> and trying to get him to. Obviously, he's out he's out of shot. But he's trying to hold him up to get. Yeah. I kept thinking, like, I'm assuming that the first, so the actual one cut film we saw, the first 30 minutes of the film. Yeah. I'm assuming it wasn't being made at the same at time the, as the, at the same time as the first. I don't think. I think that must be no. far too difficult. Yeah, to that's what I was thinking because there's there's even a bit at the end of the film where we see the actual crew yeah. filming the film within a film. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're filming the film within a film. Yeah, and like that was blowing my mind. You yeah, know what I mean? It's, it's like yeah. how how many cameras? Like you go, how many cameras do you need for that? All right, we're yeah. making this film. What? Just, how many cameras do you need? Two, three, four, twenty-four yeah. <laughs> cameras. They've got it all going on. There's a bit. So I think there's a bit where the zomb, the Hasada, the drunk zombie, just disappears. They can't find him, so they have to they get the people to uh, improvise. Um, the the makeup yeah. artist and the, and the two lead actors um yeah. and the way to get to do it they have like placards like signs that they show them off camera but things early where we saw the three of them look towards something spooky happening we realize now it's just a person holding <laughs> holding yeah. a like instruction card to tell oh, them so it oh my god did the, did the wind just make the door slam yeah yeah so bit, bits that were earlier in the film which were like a bit naff or a yeah. bit like a bit like you're uncertain about them turn yeah. out to be things the, the that are actually happening during the film reasons for them yeah yeah which is some people may have turned this film off after the first 30 minutes yeah or before the first 30 minutes thinking this ain't for me yeah and they'd have never got the payoff there's, there's a few great payoffs there's i say the bit with Hasada's face at the window was was one of them yeah <laughs> and there's <laughs> uh the bit with uh um the sound guy who needs a poo yeah. So the same guy basically has drank the wrong water and obviously during during the first bit of the film you think he's just a bit scared so he runs off, but the truth is he just runs out because he needs to, <laughs> he needs to poo he's really good to the toilet. Yeah. So he pretty much does and the director basically just <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well he gets out and you hear him screaming 
because there's everyone, there's like loads of uh, stagehands holding him, telling him you can't run away from the production of the film. He's yeah. screaming like because he needs a poo, and inside they're like he's been gotten by a zombie. <laughs> yeah, he's de- those are the screams of a man who's definitely been got by a zombie. And I then- need a poo. <laughs> Oh, he does. He shit himself. The, he like yeah. He poos himself in the. He poos in the bushes. And whilst he's pooing in the bushes, the director's like, "Go on, get get on with your job." Then to the makeup artist. So he's having oh his makeup. God. <laughs> if you were the makeup artist, you'd just be like, "I am just gonna wait for him to finish." Come on, we ain't got time. Get it on. They're like brushing his face as he's making some <laughs> some little his, crazy noises. Get his slap on. Get his slap on. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> what a bit. Okay, so. Um. The wife who's playing the makeup artist is doing the exact same uh, martial arts stuff she's been watching just to pass time. Um, there's there's a guy with the glasses who gets spit on the face by the drunken guy. He starts screaming yeah. because he's got like this horrific stuff in his I face. just thought that was some weird zombie. Yeah. Like, they're doing some weird take on the zombie where they're like, <laughs> they were like spitting. Yeah, I thought so too. Acid or something. I don't know. It just turned out to be alcoholic vomit. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, and it also so as they're doing all this stuff, various stuff goes wrong. Uh, but one of the big things that goes wrong is um, the crane that they're going to use. So that final shot we saw gets yep. pushed off the roof and crashes into the ground. And it's like, okay, they're never going to be able to um, do that crane shot. But obviously they do because we've seen it. Um, so. They get up there. There's, we see the director directing and acting at the same time, like trying to get cameras to wait for a moment before things happen yeah. around them. It's quite amazing. It's quite a sight to see. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Together. And it's one of those things where you're just like, you better get, a, you better get a good job from this because he has absolutely nailed it. Yeah, as in, yeah. as in, in, in terms of the. In terms of this film, every you level get, he, uh, he was so he was so good on every level, every character he, level. They better go right. We've got a t- zombie TV channel. We want you to direct everything. You'd be yeah, exhausted. Yeah. Would you watch a TV channel dedicated to zombies? No. <laughs> Maybe a few years ago, but not anymore. Um, <clears throat> so it, it all comes to a head, and the crane shot um, was a turned out to be a human pyramid. People sort of sitting on each other's backs. Um, yeah, and, and so I director. guess they pass the camera upwards or something. I don't know. The director, uh, the director, and his daughter on his shoulders. So that's sort of like the recreation of that picture, yeah, and that we saw earlier. So obviously they're they're having a moment as well yeah. within there. Um, it's, it's nice that the family comes together to sort of make put on this production. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a, and then that's pretty much it. And then we get like a nice. A proper, well, I say a proper crane shot, but I'm assuming it's a what is it? And oh, yeah, see. actually, yeah, it's actually another uh, a crane shot behind that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then we get the in betweeners music, you know, to, <laughs> to really to really solidify to really solidify, you know, that this isn't really a horror film. Um, yeah. it is it's like a family drama comedy making of satirical. There's loads going on. Yeah, yeah. There's loads going on. But it is a uh, pretty genius, I think, um, because it does start out pretty tedious. I the guess the first thirty, forty minutes are quite difficult to stick through, unless you're a big fan of super low budget zombie productions. Yeah, um, but then I say th- those final payoffs 
<laughs> yeah. some, of the, some of the funniest moments I've seen in, in a T- good while. T- totally worth it, I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, man. You have some trivia. This is difficult, by the way. Oh, I bet it was. We couldn't even find a plot summary. I couldn't. Trivia was even harder to come by. So, uh, number one, what was the name of the proposed new zombie channel? Oh God. Um, zombie twenty four seven. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I thought you were going to get that one. It's just Zombie Channel. They don't really give it a name. Ah, oh. yeah. Uh, number, oh. <laughs> number two, Come on, guys. I think I said the box. The film was made with a budget of three million yen, but what is that in US dollars? US dollars. Um, yeah. oh, I actually have no idea. Um, I said four pound fifty just now, didn't I? Yeah. I reckon hundred grand. It's twenty six. Well, by current. Uh, Exchange rate, it's $26,991. No way. Yeah. Jesus. So, yeah, so it costs wow. just over 25 k to make. Uh, question three is, how much did it make? Was it A, $3 million, B, $25 million, or C, $250 million? $25 million. Correct, yeah. So made it was made for 25 k and it made $25 million. Um, Pretty, pretty astonishing, really. Yeah, that's nice, isn't it? Number four, this is part one of a planned trilogy of genre comedies that the director, Ueda, is calling his own Cornetto trilogy. We've got one cut of The Dead, two cuts of The Serial Killer, and three cuts of Beef, Please, Mr. Butcher. True or false? It's got to be true. It is true. Number five. <laughs> three cuts of Beef, Please, Mr. Butcher. I look forward to that one. Yeah. Uh, number five. Um, okay, so the first 37 minutes were shot in one take. It took two days. And how many actual takes for the crews to get the perfect one? So oh, that first, God. That first oh, can, you, can you imagine doing that? Yeah. Um, 22. Uh, oh, no, that's a lot. That's too many. That's too many. That's too many. <laughs> All right. Um, that's way too many. Um, eight. Six it took six takes ah. to get that one they ended up with. All um, bags. Yeah. But then again, you know, it's like it's only I guess the reset and the makeup. Yeah, and then how many how many like I'd be the person who just walks into shot just like smoking yeah. smoking a tab or something. <laughs> we were watching uh oh you know what else I've have another horror guff to jump back. We've been watching a bit of Angel. It's on Amazon oh, Prime. Jesus. Yeah. But, well, from the past. But um I just keep seeing the cameraman <laughs> pop up right in the corner <laughs> of the screen. Really? Yeah. I think the first season, you know, it's very low budget and they're still finding their feet with it. But made for more than 25K, I imagine. Yeah. Um, so, what are you going to rate the film? Be an interesting one. Oh, well, yeah. So, again, I, I, yeah, I find it quite difficult. First 30 minutes, I thought this is going to be a dud. I'm not going to be that interested. But I think by the, by the end of it, even though I wouldn't necessarily call it a straight up horror film, I was quite, I find it quite endearing mm. and, you know, funny. Stuff that perhaps if you just told me about it, I'd be like, that's like, that ain't funny, mate. That ain't yeah. funny. A bloody man having a shit when he gets his makeup done. I ain't interested. If it's, but, it's, um, it's like cartoon, silly. Yeah, uh, but I find it funny and yeah. I think it was pretty endearing. And, you know, when all these things kept coming together in the background, you were a bit like, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's why. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. I got it. And I kind of did want it to be filmed at the same time as that third act was happening. 
because I just kept thinking. Um, yeah, no idea how that would work, but yeah. I have no idea how that would work. But at the same time, like it just the effort that went into everything. And then imagine good, so another f- film of the filming of that filming. Yeah, it'll yeah. never end. It would never end. How big but, yeah, the camera's I'd... gonna have to be by the end? Oh, they'd be massive, wouldn't they? Oh, bloody another... massive! Zoom in. There's that bit that's quite funny with the zooming camera. <laughs> Do you know what's funny? Um, what bit? So, uh, there's like the cameraman um, has a, an assistant camera girl, and yeah. then she keeps trying to explain how cool it would be to have a zoom bit. She keeps doing that in its face. Oh yeah. And then later on, she's when she gets the camera, she starts doing that, like twisting the thing, and she trips over. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that bit. That bit, yeah. that bit was lost on me. Maybe, I had, maybe I had a wee. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd give it, I'd give it, I'd give it a B. I think. Okay, cool. Well, I'm going to go one more than that. I'm going to give it a B plus. Oh, you always got to do a one-up on me, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, but uh, okay. I don't know yeah. what to say about it. I haven't really said. It's just, it's... Nothing left to say. When you see something that's so earnest, it's difficult. Yep. Like, there's Who's no earnest? Ernest Hemingway. Ernest goes to prison. All of them. Ernest All too goes earnest. to... Oh, yeah. Ernest scared stupid. Did you see that one? <laughs> don't think so. <laughs> I know what it is. I don't think... a, it sounds troll. like it. There's a troll living in the tree. I remember oh. really liking it as a kid. Um, <laughs> so, and then it goes to prison where there's like a doppelganger. I remember that one. Oh, God. Sounds like Twilight Zone with yeah. Ernest. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, when the film's made like no pretension at all, other than like they just want to make a fun, let's put on a show, let's make a fun zombie film. And yeah. it's just. Nice to watch. It's pleasant. Well, after the first forty yeah. minutes, would you say it was heart. <laughs> would you say it was belly warming, heart warming? It was it's like you've warming. had a, a lovely hot meal. Yeah, belly warming. Belly warming. Like, like you've had, like you've been eating your dinner with a hot plate on your belly. Yeah. Do you do yeah. that? Sometimes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the time, I use I use a cushion. A hot cushion. For the <laughs> no, no, um, just a, a a regular room temperature cushion. Do you like a hot water bottle? Cat's a fan of that. Do you know what? Not you. Not usually, but if I'm feeling a bit poorly, mm. hot water bottle sort me right out. It lasts all night as well. Yeah, surprising how long they last for. Okay, so next week we are going to be talking about <laughs> the next on the IGN list. I think is that correct? I guess so, mate. But the world's our oyster. You know what I mean? We do whatever you want. Yeah. Don't we don't. We do whatever you want, you know. You do whatever you want. Yeah, we'll probably do that now. Well, it's okay. Let's not let's not let's not let's lock not. ourselves into anything. Okay, let's not tie ourselves you know. down. Let's not put stick the baby to the bed. Because I mean, I, I I've got a suggestion, but I'll talk to you about that oh, after okay. the the baby Jesus butt plug. Didn't know there was a plug. film, but uh... yeah, I made it. <laughs> yeah, it's a budget of three million yen. Okay, about four pound fifty. Good. Uh, four pound fifty, exactly. I have fifty p to spend. I bought a can of coke with it afterward. Nice. You can get a can of coke for fifty p. You were having a no. laugh. No. <laughs> maybe, maybe at a fucking touch shop at a yeah. scout hut. But I'm not allowed near them anymore. I think it's sixty five minimum now nowadays. Yeah, I think it's eighty eighty p in my kept work canteen. Jesus. You know, you get like when they're a pound, a pound for a can of pop at yeah. like these fancy I places. A, I bought a twi- I bought a Twix the other day for a pound. Yeah. So that's 50p per Twix. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, it's a good game. <laughs> okay, so uh, as Ben 
uh, coughing up that Twix. Um, this show is brought to you by Story Studio Hawk and Cleaver. Head over to hawkandcleaver.com. Uh, become a patron over at patreon.com forward slash hawkandcleaver. Thanks to Kobach Cameron for our theme music. Thanks to ACAST for hosting the show. Thanks to the listeners. If you enjoyed the show, please consider giving us a rating and review in iTunes. And remember to subscribe. Better a couple of ratings recently. It's been quite nice to see. And yeah. Thanks Bombs. to me, co-host Ben, for being a right or a dude. Thank you very much, Luke. Right. You okay? Bye. Have you... Okay. <laughs> you asked me if I was okay, and I was just like, bye! <laughs> Wrap it up! No, you had something shoved up there. Okay, right. Talk to you in a bit. Bye. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.